0: Yo, what's up, fam? Episode 29, I convinced the great Sam Singh to come on. Dude, I want to say first off, thank you. I hit you up like two hours ago because Daryl was dealing with an emergency. I want to say thank you so much for clear up your schedule a little bit and come on anyways and come hang out with me.
1: Uh, Yeah, no, first and foremost, I hope everything's okay with Daryl. He's he's a good friend of mine. I think it's
0: it's fine. I think what he said is i think his cousin got stranded i think that's what happened i think his, her, his cousin is like stranded in the middle of nowhere but he's gonna get her like it's not like it's not what i thought it was i thought it was like she was in the hospital or something got you but, okay that's better so stranded like on the
1: side of the road maybe not. Think, on the i'm road. hoping
0: i'm hoping it's just like a not triple a thing i don't know <laughs> i'll talk to him later <laughs>
1: Yeah, okay, well, we'll jump on a three-way call and make sure everything's okay. Hopefully, it's not like stranded on an island, right? Like deserted yeah. in the of the ocean.
0: Middle of um, Pennsylvania, so I don't know. I don't know what it's like in Pennsylvania in the middle of nowhere, but maybe it's not good. Maybe it is. I
1: have no clue. <laughs> Pennsylvania, when you think Pennsylvania, it's, it's tough customers out there. Um, but <laughs> but anyway, well, either way, thank you. Uh, but uh, but I'm glad to be here, man. I'm absolutely glad to hear, be here. Any Anytime I can spend with you is a good time. Um, so hundred percent guys, I was actually out at a, I was actually out about a walk a deal and then Jonah calls me and I, I literally, I'm like, seller, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. Keep it. I gotta go. I gotta, I, I gotta run back home. That's so funny. Uh, that's, that's a hundred percent a lie, but I really, I like the lie.
0: <laughs> I love
1: that. No, so man, being- I'm, I'm glad to be here though. It's, it's always a good time hanging out with the funniest guy in the world. For sure.
0: But, um, a hundred percent. So. Okay, let's let's recap. Like I we talked about your story on the last one a, a lot, right? So I don't necessarily this time I'm gonna do something a little bit different than what I normally do. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of almost take off where like you were in your business. Like what's happened since the last time I've talked with you? Because you've been exploding. Like you've been doing all sorts of crazy things. Like how long have you been in the business now? Eight months? Eight like months. Eight
1: yeah, I just just came up on eight months. Yeah. Yeah, and you've done how many deals? Uh, Thirty-four wholesales are closed, and uh, yeah, that's not counting all the other stuff.
0: I mean, you're doper than me. I've closed only twenty-five. They're California deals, but nonetheless, still doper. Still, I don't,
1: than- I don't mess with California stuff, bro. So, I mean, actually, you are <laughs> like, worth two each, so that's fifty. So maybe that's uh, that's that's tough to stand by that. Like, <laughs> but either
0: way, you're crushing it. It doesn't really matter. But tell me, dude, like what's the, uh, you've been telling me you've been getting into Airbnb arbitrage. What creative stuff have you got going? Like what's cooking in the kitchen?
1: Yeah, it's, it's actually amazing, man. Um, so you and I hung out in Vegas recently. How long ago was that? It was that like a month, two months ago. It was, it was, yeah, it feels, it feels more recent than that. Um, and as you know, I kind of got whisked away to hang out with some, with some really high level people doing some really special things. And that choice encounter um was amazing it actually changed the trajectory of not only my business but my uh the partnerships that i have and and you know the trajectory of my life has actually been altered in, in a phenomenal phenomenal way Can I ask and, who? or not yet yeah no absolutely uh about the
0: about who i hung out with
1: yeah who yeah hung out with?
0: is it is it bill gates like who was in vegas that i didn't know about Someone, I. someone
1: right up there so actually uh one of the people that i got to hang out with who, you know is, has had such a profound impact on me is a guy named robert wensley the uh owner of investor lift and logan and i actually had him on our podcast yesterday huh. and he spent an hour and a half with us on the podcast probably a collective hour with us outside of just a live broadcast and you know hanging out with him and getting connected with his people and finding mutual relationships there have resulted in some phenomenal, phenomenal partnerships. And I got to hang out with Robert again, uh, maybe about two, three weeks ago in Phoenix at the all in event. And so many high level connections came out of that. It's uh, like, and I'm talking about people who are, some of whom are doing uh, over seven figures a month. Yeah. And these are people that like, now I get to have on speed dial who are really helping me skip years of learning curve and they're really kind of helping me expedite the process and um it's it's been an amazing ride it's been crazy as heck it's been like terrible for a second hold on i want to because
0: you told me once and this is just because we're good friends so i'm going to bring up stuff that i already know you told me once your superpower was getting into rooms of incredibly high level people that like your superpower is like i hang out with billionaires basically or like multi 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 millionaires and I know how to get into those rooms.
1: hundred million plus. So how do we,
0: so Sam, what's the secret? How do we, how do we know all these rich people like you?
1: Uh, so here's the thing. I actually, it's so funny that you asked that. I was on a Marlon Johnson's podcast. He's a good friend of both of ours. And he asked me the same thing. He was like, Sam, why the hell is that? Every time I see you, you're, you're like, you're hanging out with this crazy Zuckerberg type. And yeah. I'm like, and, and, uh, and we thought about it. I sat there and I thought about this because I think you're right. My superpower is getting into very, very high level rooms. And I don't know that there's like a method of entry that's always gonna work. And I don't mm. think there is a method of entry. I think consistently what I do is if there's ever gonna be like making a plan of attack, it's just getting myself around more high level people. Maybe not the billionaires, right? Because the billionaires, like you have to get some special invites and stuff. Right, right, but right, what right. I know what I'm really good at doing is if I'm in a room. I'm in a room for an event, right? For an event, let's just say the all in event. Um, the speakers are probably most uh, most of the um, most of the the net worth and the um, and the wealth is usually up on the speaker stage. Now, the speakers are usually limited access, right? And that's that's by nature that's fine. The reality is there's people in the front row seating who are worth 20, 25 million who are who are close friends with the speakers. And usually it's not that I intend to go do that. I've actually realized that I inadvertently ended up doing that. And I found the connection and I was like, Oh, that's, is that what I've been doing this whole time? Cause I was thinking about it. There's never like a methodical mode of entry to get into these rooms, but I kept realizing like, well, it's just, I know someone who knows someone and they like me enough to want to hang out with me more.
0: And I like it. So it's it's basically the whole what my dad always said, sit in the front of the classroom because you're going to learn more and like like you're going to be with the more smarter people.
1: I love that you said that, man. I love that you said that in college. You know, in high school, I was a slacker in high school. Here's the thing. I was like a I was a problematic young person and I skipped over almost 200 days of high school. Damn. So don't do that. Don't do that. But when I got to college, I was like, <laughs> man, I want to crush it in this world. I need to be someone. And if I sit in the back of the classroom and I don't show up, I'm not going to learn anything. I'm not going to get this degree. I'm going to suck at life. And I don't want to suck at life. That sucks. Right. So I decided, let's just start being in the front of the class. And how does that translate in events? I don't know, man. I, I really don't know that there's, I mean, you there's said it. literally
0: sit in the front, sit in the yeah. front. Like, I think that, like, I mean, I don't know if you did that, but like, I feel like that's actually not bad advice to just literally go to the go to the VIP section where somebody like paid a lot of money idea. and start talking
1: to those people. Oh yeah, oh that yeah. So like it's it. there's there's a lot of that, right? There's a lot of of um, getting around certain people, and then very here, here's one thing that I've actually learned: anyone in this industry who was doing big things, right? I'm not saying that people you have to go hang out with people who are doing fifty million a year, but the guys who are still worth two, three, four, five million chances are they know some extremely powerful people and they can be like the connecting point between you and this person. Now, here's the key. You actually have to be a likable human being so you can get invited to the after party. So you can go hang out with these people when they're doing the fun stuff. So it starts off that way. And Marlon and I talked about this. It's not, I don't, now I'm thinking there's like a, there's a commonality, a way of going about it. But the key is this man. The key is that once you find yourself in, in that room, here's what happens. People do um, one of two main things. Actually, one of three main things. Mm-hmm. Number one is they realize they don't belong in that room. I get to hang out with people in in uh, Phoenix at the all-in event. I was probably by far the lowest net worth, probably by far the lowest performer there. And these people are doing, you know, on the low end, some of them are doing multiple six figures a month. On the high end, there were people doing over $2 million a month. Yeah here's the thing. A lot of times I know that my business doesn't reflect me being, me being in that room and what people will do, they will see that and they will actually hit the panic button and they will self eject and they'll kick themselves out of the room. And then here's the thing you do that. You're done. You're not going to get back in. No second chance, right? That's option a people, they, they freak out option B. They realize where they're at. They want to stay. And what do they end up doing? They put on a facade. They pretend to be a six-figure earner. They pretend to be someone who's yeah. seven figures, right? And here's what ends up happening. I know a lot of very, very wealthy people who are very powerful. And you know what, You know what's the one common trait between all of them? Is they all have extremely high levels of emotional intelligence. Right. They can spot a fake person a mile away. And when right. you do that, guess what? Now they're going to kick you out of that room. Right. Both of the first two options, you're done. You're not getting back out. You're not getting back in. Option three is what I, me and Marlon talk about. This is what I intentionally do. I go out of my way to do this. And that's that recognize where you're at. Recognize the opportunity ahead of you. Be self-aware that you don't belong in that room right now. Then go out of your way. Be relentless as a positive, an impactful, amazing human being. Build some relationships actually showcase don't be afraid of the fact that you're not making a million dollars a month it's okay actually be genuine and all those people believe it or not this so everyone forgets this those people are human beings who want friendships and actually want to hang out and have good conversations and like people are terrified of that they don't realize that they think if I don't if my net worth isn't 20 million dollars I shouldn't be here the reality is you're already there right't don't, don't quibble about whether or not you deserve to be there earn your spot there by being a good person. And guess what? Every time I do that and I focus on that, I always walk away with everyone's phone numbers. Everyone wants to partner with me. I get re-invited to the next dope thing. And then like, because of that, my business and my personal life. And honestly, like myself as a human being, I feel myself consistently involved, like evolving in a massive way. So I think that's the secret, man.
0: So, okay, so let's let's try to because like you're insanely good at this. I was when I started, I for sure still had that like little bit of like um, I'm not worthy of this. I still have that a little bit sometimes of being like, okay, I got to get to a certain level before I can associate with certain people, even pace like I haven't I might do this eventually. I'm going to do it soon. I'm going to ask him, but I haven't asked him to come on the podcast because I'm like nervous. He's like not even going to respond, even though I should just ask him anyway, because he's a boy right yeah. also he's just just super busy but even in my own head I'm like man like this podcast isn't at a level where like I could get a Brent Daniels a Steve Trang a Pace Morby those types of people on the podcast Um, well I've seen your podcast I don't know if you've had any of those guys on but I've seen you guys had some pretty freaking high level people on there so like what's your advice to people who are like dealing with that Who are like man I don't know if I've got like if I'm good enough to get To
1: associate myself with somebody who's on that high of a level? A hundred percent. That's a that's a damn good question. And here's the thing. Um, if we wait, if we if we consciously wait until we're ready to be in those rooms, it'll never happen. It's never gonna happen. Just the way it's just the way that is. And um, and that's and that's an element of it. So Logan and I, our podcast has been going on for two months, three months super short amount of time, stupid short amount of time. Right. And we've had multiple clever speakers, right? Right. People who were paid to be on stage at clever summit, we've had come out for free and hang out with us. And, um, on top of that, we've had, so let's, I mean, let's recap a little bit. We have a guy who's about to be a billionaire within the next five years. who's going to own over a billion dollars of real estate in the next five years. We've had someone who's got almost 1.2 million followers. We've had multiple TV stars. We've had Laura Morby, was one of the best episodes yeah. we've ever done. I read and that one. Sick. I need to watch that one. Two hours. There were tears, literally, multiple times. It was it was a, it was an amazing episode. Laura graced us, and um and like you know we just had we had Robert freaking Wensley, yeah. right I, in his stories. Insane. I firmly believe that he's going to be the Mark Zuckerberg of real estate, and you know pun intended, because he actually had Mark Zuckerberg's dorm room at Harvard. Hilarious. And that's so right. And like I haven't, I haven't publicly said this yet, but next week we have someone who's also not just an extremely high performer, but we have someone who's who's trained high performers. We have Kent Clotheater coming on nice. next Excellent. week. And so you know, and here's the thing though. So what did you do? Did you just ask? And you weren't a you weren't a baby about it. We don't, we're professional DM sliders. That's what Logan and I call ourselves. <laughs> okay. We actually slide into everyone's DMs. And here's here's actually the trait. Carlos Salguero taught me this because I saw him go on Marlon's podcast. I'm like, that guy seems great. I want him on mine. But he said, if anyone is well known or famous or affluent or powerful in real estate or powerful in our industry, period, they're getting 20 podcast requests a day. Right. right? right. They leave everyone on red. Right. I can promise you, Logan and I are probably the only one of the only few p- teams of people out there that are actually consistently following up. In an extremely respectful manner, in a, in a graceful manner, and it's only a matter of time. And and eventually, it's like what in our industry, what do we know? Fortunes in the follow up, right? So, so tell me,
0: so what is the follow up? So let's let's go through it. So what's the first text? What's Instagram? Where who? How do you do it? Give us the, give the, us the secret sauce right now.
1: What's the drip campaign? To- what's
0: the drip campaign, dude? I want to I want to know what the drip campaign is. I want to know how to close the the multi millionaire. Cause I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it after this. I'm going to see who I can get on in two or three weeks.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually kind yeah. of funny, right? Assuming that you can't get a personal kind of connection or you've never actually just arbitrarily been in the same room with them and you have to rely mm-hmm. on a totally virtual setup. And for anyone that's watching podcasts or you're thinking about doing your own podcast, I promise you, I've learned this. The, the power of a podcast in our space and entrepreneurship isn't necessarily in how many viewers you get. It's not. I'm going to tell you right now, we're not even 15 episodes in. We're brand spanking new. And I, Logan and I, we actually firmly agree that, yeah, we want a million people to watch us. But if they don't, it actually doesn't matter because all of these doors are opening with people who are worth $100 million plus. And those doors are actually worth more than viewers. Right. So- Anyone who's actually thinking about it 100%, I recommend you do it. Now, what does that look like when you you start reaching out? Except that you're gonna have to get people that maybe not a lot of people know, and that's okay. And what you're actually gonna wanna do is start building. Here's the thing, you actually aren't on anyone's radar. Right. When when no one knows who you are, and that's okay. What you do, you follow them. You engage with their stuff, you repost their stuff. You're just a Mm -hmm. constant presence of positivity, right? Don't be weird. Don't be stalkerish. Don't be a creep. But think about like, if I were to post content, I don't want someone who's like liking and reposting all of my stuff in a very like weird kind of creepy manner. But I want someone who's going to consistently be positive, right? And share my message and connect with things in a meaningful way. You do that long enough, you're going to start being on their radar. Then what you're going to actually find out is a lot of those people are going to start commenting back. They're going to DM you back. They're going to thank you. And then you're going to have inroads to some dialogue. Now, when the time comes for you to actually go and make that pitch, be hyper respectful of their freaking time. Right. And then if they leave you on red, it doesn't mean it actually does not mean that they're saying no. And I, and I'm like, I'm going to tell you guys this firsthand. I get like 50 random text messages a day, just from people from our community. And I probably leave 49 of them on red. And it's, not, and it's not because I don't want to reply. It's because I'm an idiot and I think I reply. And then I don't. Right. So right. keep following up. Fortune's going to follow up. And like, what's the worst that can happen? They're going to say no, like officially say no. Best case scenario, you schedule them out, you get them on, you show them a great time, you give them value, and then they're going to come back on again. They'll open doors. It's absolutely freaking amazing what what can I happen. I feel like
0: an idiot because cuz what I do for instance on my Instagram stories, the, I don't know if you've noticed it. I'll do like an in, like like a um like podcast inspirations. And yeah. I've had some high level people hit me up and I all I say is like thank you, like you're amazing and I'm realizing I should have kept that conversation going. I'm going to like try to get it up again. Like yeah, I man. I had a mini conversation going with Carlos Reyes but I don't know I was like is this his VA or is this him I have no idea. My is- uh,
1: So I've I've had several interactions with Carlos um from the all in event to after on on social media. It's actually him dude. Damn. Um, you'll, you'll know it's him because he'll he'll actually send you audio messages on Instagram. Okay. Carlos Reyes, shout out to Carlos Reyes. He's a freaking amazing human being. These two top sets that I'm wearing were actually made by his daughter. Oh, um, that's crazy. Dude, it's he's an amazing, phenomenal human being. Um, right. I'm actually so we're live on Instagram, and I just noticed Daryl Ellison freaking joined. Daryl, I hope that your cu- cousin. Wait, are
0: you live, bro?
1: I'm live on IG. God damn it, dude!
0: I'm live, so we're just literally like competing here. Hold on a second, dude. To you put put. Oh wait, no, 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 no! no. I'm gonna let you do it live because the issue is, it, it, it there's like back door. I, I got you. Don't do that. I've tried it before where both two people go live, but then there's like back audio. Well,
1: I have to, I've actually, I was challenged for a 30 day challenge to go live every single day um, by JJ, who was on our podcast. And then he, uh, so I I can't miss, I, it's just, so I'm almost up. I'm almost up. Um, But all that being said, man, yeah, hundred percent follow up with those people, nurture those. It's actually just, believe it or not, it's weird. Yes. Is there strategy behind building relationships for business with these people? Yes, there absolutely are. Now here's the thing. They're freaking human beings. Be kind, be courteous, be respectful, and be friendly. And like, don't be a creep. Don't badger them. Don't harass them. Understand that these people are probably working 60, 70 hours a week, managing the empire that they're trying to build. And just be a continued force of positivity. If you do that, eventually the time's going to come up. And if those people just end up being jerks and they like continually just blow you off, then that's great that's great. They actually saved you further effort because now you know what it's going to be like. And I promise you, this has actually already happened to me. We had people who I had someone who before anyone outside of Sub2 knew my name, I was like starting to become a big deal in Sub2. And before anyone knew my name, this person was making some really phenomenal inroads in real estate. And they're starting to become a bigger name. I'm not going to name them. And I was like, dude, you're freaking awesome. I would love to connect with you. I just reached out to him. This person blew me off, and he was a total—he was a total jerk.
0: And he's like, talking about oh, me, you guys.
1: No, I'm just. Kidding. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it wasn't um, me. I was nice to him. Yeah, you've always been nice to me, but then this person. <laughs> so he sees us just crush it, crush it, crush it. He's like, "Oh, you've had four people with blue check marks on your on your podcast." I'm like, "Yeah, we're doing pretty okay." And then he slides into my DMs and he's like, basically asking to come on the podcast. And it's like, you know what? We're booked out till September. I'll reach out when we're, September. you're just not going right. to get on the podcast. It's not going right. to happen. Why? Because you weren't a good human being back. Right. So there's people out there who you may want on it, but they're just not awesome people. And that's okay. Go find the awesome ones. There's people that we've had on who've had millions of followers, have been on TV, have been paid $50,000 to speak on stages. They'll come on and spend two hours with us for free. And they're just dope human beings.
0: Okay. And, so and here's
1: the thing though, I will say this, this one last part. Once they <laughs> Naaman, it's not it's totally not you, bro. Um I know, I know it wasn't me. It's just funny. <laughs> no, Nayman, uh Naaman's in the in the IG right now. I oh say, okay. uh he's Naaman's awesome. Um, so here's the thing though, once you've had them on, right? Continue to nurture that relationship, do kind things for them be present in their lives and actually become friends with them. And that's how you get invited to the yachts. That's how you get invited to the after parties. That's how you start doing meaningful things with these people. And like, lo and behold, just be a good human being.
0: So give us an example. Like, well, tell us time where you knew nobody. You didn't know this person at all, right? Right. Like, this is just a person you're like, damn, I want to connect with that human being. What did you do? What was the process? Just tell me one. Yeah. Um, from the podcast podcast, just anybody that you've been like, I really want to connect with them. They're way higher level than me. How do I do
1: that? Well, a hundred percent. So one of the, you know, I'll ask you, uh, Jonah, do you know, you know who the uh, very first person we had on our podcast was? It was me. It was you. Yeah. It was I remember you. That. It was you. And, and it's funny cause you and I have actually never done business and we may never do business and that's okay. Right. The reality is I saw you as a phenomenal human being. You were funny as hell, right? All of my mentors, right? Pace loves you. Jameel loves you. I'm like, dude, this guy is cool. And he's in good circles. I want to be friends with him. And we just nurture that relationship. But let's talk about, I <clears> want <throat> talk about Jay. Jay is, a, Jay is a phenomenal guy. If you guys aren't following Jay, it's at JJ Lives. This phenomenal Australian dude. He's in America. He's got 1.2 million followers. His content's been watched almost 60 million times globally. Insane numbers, insane, insane numbers. Right? Okay. And his thing is something you and I are very much, you know, cognizant of right now, and that's building personal brand. Right? And he's an expert at it. So Logan and I were like, "Hey, we're understanding this. We're doing this podcast. We want to build a personal brand. We know it's going to open doors for us." And Logan and I have an obsession with being on camera. I don't know about him, but I do. I actually do. Um, and. So we loved his vibe. He's a showman. He used to be, he used to work in, In he was like a magician. He did magic shows. Very tried and true old school showman. I loved it. We reached out to him, got him on a podcast. He said, yes, had a great time. After, I want to actually nurture the relationship with Jay because Jay can open up a lot of doors. Now, just by talking to him, right, and just uh and bringing more value to the table, Jay's helping me with my personal branding. He's helping me be very strategic and intentional. A lot of the things that you and I are going to talk about, probably offline, you'll actually see how the puzzle pieces all fit together. And right now they're all fitting together to do one thing. And that's going to be throwing my first event next year, next spring. Oh, nice. oh yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize this, man. Now, I haven't said this publicly, but f- forget it. I'm, I'm going to do it. It doesn't really matter. Um, I want people to know, especially if they're like doing their own podcast. It's like, If you're strategic with it and you build these relationships the right way, one of the greatest ways to build your personal brand is through association. And when I throw my first event, what I'm actually doing is I'm creating right now on my podcast, a short list of people that I want my guest speakers to be. I love that. And those people, millions of followers, TV stars, massively impactful, massively wealthy, right? But on top of that, it's just- Everyone
0: Sam's talking about is secretly me also.
1: You guys, if you guys yeah. haven't watched the origin story, just know that if actually Jonah comes on. And I, I'm, I'm the guest on every in. single event. I'm the guest speaker at the entire event. <laughs> every time you can actually co-host. Like I would actually love for you to come and co-host, and it'll be like the funniest banter. I mean, if you if you let me, I'm
0: in, dude. Like I'm a hundred percent in. If you need a co-host and you want me just fucking around up there, I wouldn't fuck around. I'd actually help. You know, like I wouldn't just be an idiot. But if you actually want like help with it, I'm in. I'd love to throw an event.
1: I would love for you to. Just I'm just be saying, there if you period. want
0: it, it's it's if you want a partner,
1: I would love, I would love for you to be there. Period, in any way, shape, or form.
0: Okay, I can have you. There. I'm for sure attending. That's for sure. That's already a given. As
1: soon as you start selling tickets, I'm buying it. Dude, it's amazing. I, I love that. And it's so funny. One of the people, um, I was talking to them, and this guy who was basically a jerk to me, and he's like, "Hey, congrats! You're never gonna be on the podcast now." Um, <laughs> he and I were talking a little bit, and he was just, and I'm like, "I'm nice. I'm never gonna be like." hey, piss off. Right. Right. Um, But I'll tell him it's like, yeah, I'm building towards my first event. And then he asked if he could be a speaker. And the answer is heck no. Right. And this person has like 75,000 followers they are kind of a big deal. They speak consistently at a lot of events and they get paid to do so. It doesn't matter. Right. If you're not a dope human being, I don't want to share a stage with you. Right. So a lot of people, when you get into the podcast, think about it this way. It's not about like one put value first there's not a single guest that we haven't had on that hasn't given tons of value to my, to my audience. Right. If, if I have people watching, you need to give them value. If you don't, if you just sit there and chat, that's great. We have a good time. You're probably not going to get invited again, but every single guest so far has given people tangible things that they can go and build empires with. They can go have their companies evolve, build massive partnerships. Right. And that's a requirement. So people, anyone who's thinking about getting into podcasting, I know Jonah does this in an amazing way. Um, And it's understand that understand value propositions, understand being intentional for yourself too as a host. Are you meaningfully connecting with these people for your own business? Are there partnerships that can come out of this? And if you just start asking yourselves those questions, I love this. Robert Wensley came on yesterday on the podcast and he just blew our freaking minds with all the things that he's doing and all the things that he's, he's done in his life, right? Outside of Investor Lift. And one of the things that he did is he said that one of his mentors told him to go do just in life, go do things you love doing, you have fun doing, and just be curious and find ways to make money off it. Hmm. And I, I'm getting podcast guests in the entertainment industry. We're, we're going to have, I'm um, right now, like we've got, we're scheduling someone. We're not fully committed, but we have like a hall of famer, uh, pro athlete, like, of course they invest in real estate and stuff, but like, this person's not going to partner with me on deals. There's other things that can happen. Can we, where can we connect the dots in business to some way, shape or form? And I love it. it's always being curious. If you lead with curiosity, one, it's fun. And you as a human being, I know this. You're actually a curious human being. It's actually one of the things that makes you very, very fun. You and um, Medium Wave Dave, who's a great friend of ours, he's also, he leads with curiosity. And when you do that, you end up finding very unique ways to make money with other people.
0: I love it. No, I love it a lot. So, okay, I kind of interrupted you, but I still want you to go through more of the example. So, uh, JJ, millions of followers, but you don't know him. What do you message him?
1: So here's the thing, it's leading with gratitude. We lead uh, with gratitude. We, we make sure we find out what his message is. His message, Jay's message is about people understand the greatness that they have inside them and bringing it to the forefront, having it be a highlight in their business and helping them understand how they can actually change their lives by showcasing their greatness in their business. That's Jay's message. I take it upon myself to help people see that message. So what do I do? Jay takes clients. He has clients who who he works with in the personal branding space. I know people who are making that effort, who want to connect those dots, who want to start building their personal brand, but they need accountability. They need need starting steps. They need a little bit of handholding. I'm not selling them on any packages. All I'm just gonna do is connect the dots and provide. What am I doing? For Jay, I'm actually providing him opportunities. That's actually, mm. value. So you mean me like
0: have, he's looking for customers. Is that what
1: you mean? Yeah, he is. Every single one of us, every single one of us is looking for an opportunity. If someone wants to, if someone hits up Jonah on Instagram and they say, Hey, can I just, can we just have a call just to chat? You're probably going to say no. It's, we don't really have annoying. it's annoying. But if yeah. someone leads with like, what does leading with value mean? I've got a lead, it looks like this, I've got an opportunity, I've got a deal, I need like, here's a direct way for me to bring actual value. Now that value may be monetary and that's okay. That value may be um, friendship based, it may be like hobby based. For Robert Wensley, like not only am I a lieutenant on investor lift who's really soon hoping to be a cartel boss because I'm scaling my business, but one of the things with him is I decided almost immediately after meeting him, is one, he's a phenomenal human being. Two, like, I'm already a lieutenant. This is that's a lot of money. The reality is money is not going to be the value add that makes sense. The value add is actually being a great human being because a lot of people are viewing you for the money. So with Jay, Jay's looking for clients. If I can, if I can connect him. With a high-level real estate investor or a high-level business entrepreneur who wants to build up their social media, who wants to build up their brand, and they've got the money to play ball at a high level, I'm not selling anyone anything. I'm just connecting the dots, and if something great happens, uh, yeah. then great. It's it's always it's what we talk about, right? It's leading with value, but doing it in a very methodical, intentional way.
0: So it's, I got you. So it's, it's always leading with value. I had a feeling it was this, but then this is where I have trouble. Cause like I, I'm doing to do this, right? Like I'm actually going to take action on this right afterwards. So You're just that, me. that was, that was creative in the way that you figured out how to add value to somebody. I sometimes have trouble figuring out. It's like, okay, how do I actually add value to this person? Right? Like let's take, um, I don't know. Let's just take anybody big in real estate. We were talking about Carlos. Like, what would, what would it be like to me? I would think like I can do, I can do uh, blatant flattery. I can just, uh, <laughs> I can creepily repost his videos. Like, what, what can you? How do you find out how somebody needs value? How Beautiful. do you find out somebody else's needs? I've always found that tricky a little bit.
1: Beautiful. Let's say Carlos, for example. I believe Carlos has about like. Thirty companies, okay. I believe he's got like thirty companies and more. He's a serial entrepreneur. Uh, I believe he's making tens of millions. I don't know how much he's probably making multiple. Probably that. Yeah, multiple eight figures a month, or maybe eight figures a month, eight figures a year. I don't know. He's he's crushed in life, right? Except right off the bat that you cannot bring financial value to this person
0: outside right. of food, exactly.
1: mentorship. But the reality is that's bringing value to the company and not to the person. Right. That's something that people don't realize. When you give these high level people, you you sign up for a mentorship. It's 20 grand. That's great. It's great. It's opening a door. But is it the most effective, efficient way to do it? Right. I always say no. I refuse. And I'm also a cheapskate. So I don't want to pay for stuff. So two, you look at other things they care about. Other things. We had Dan Young, Clever Summit speaker. He spoke about crypto. He's a phenomenal human being. He's worth insane amounts of money. And, but he talks about this. He talks about how every billionaire that he gets mentored from, they're all like 80 years old. He doesn't pay them any money at all. He meets them. Where does he meet them? He meets them at charity events. And that's beautiful. It's so smart. Why? Because they wouldn't be at a charity event if they didn't care about that cause. Right. And his relationship with them is going to be foundationed on charitable acts. He's actually set himself aside. If you meet someone at a charity event and you're a billionaire, you know this person's a great human being. You know this person has a shared moral interest as you, right? And he nurtures that further and further and further. So with Carlos, we take Carlos, for example. Carlos is an interesting one. Um, One, he's got a message he wants to share. Share his message. He may not see it. He may never see it because he gets fifty 50,000 times a day, right? But let's play that. Maybe maybe he sees it. Maybe he notices. Maybe, here's the other thing that people don't realize. Carlos has friends that he cares about. Carlos has family that he cares about. We're placing such an emphasis on Carlos. Let's place an emphasis on the people that he cares about and he wants to see succeed. People who are in his circle. You want to know one of the best ways to get into my circle is to actually take care of the people that I love. Hmm. I have friends who do so much for me. And they're not on camera all day like I am they're not doing all these things that I am and they go out of their way to take care of me and open up doors for me if you open up a door for them and I find out about it I'm going to relentlessly give to you
0: I like it I like the idea of watch their watch their stuff and then figure out like from that you'll find like an extra way like it, you're right it is getting creative I understand that that makes a lot of sense I like it i like it a lot it's a good it's a good idea it's like if you really want to connect with someone first watch their content and then be like be appreciative of the content and then somehow connect the content back to anything you could add of value and i also like it's like it's not going to work with everybody like it's just not going to happen with every single person but try try with a bunch of different people see what happens
1: yeah Um, it's 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 an amazing thing and like you know people sleep on the whole idea it's like carlos has a daughter she's young she's amazing and she is getting into entre- She at the all in event decided to be a, an entrepreneur and then create product and sell it. Yeah. Now, I love bracelets. You know me. I'm always wearing mm, that.
0: A, that's a good idea. That's like, if you're, if you're exactly like if you're friends with their family, that's a huge in right there.
1: Well, look at, look at my partner, Logan, my co uh, podcast co-host Logan. We had Dan young. Come on. Dan young has a daughter. I believe she's like 21 or 22. She's in their young twenties, I believe. And she has a store of these amazing um so beautifully crafted like there's um kind of like anime knickknack type things like there's plushie toys there's cool sculptures there's like a cerberus sculpture that she makes like hand makes it's amazing and what does logan do he has a daughter who's three years old and she likes stuff like that so yeah. logan goes and orders a bunch of it and gives it to his daughter and then dan sees it and dan's like hey you just supported my daughter in her entrepreneurial endeavors i appreciate that yeah A lot of times we focus so much on the person, we forget that if we just try to go like, it's like this, try cold calling the person. It ain't ever going to work. It ain't ever going to work. But they've got a circle of people that they care about, a sphere of influence, give value to them. It's only a matter of time before you get to the person that you were originally after.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. It's like, you probably, you might not even get to the right person. You're going to have to start by going to their assistant or their, or like buying their daughter's products or whatever it might be. I like it. I'm going to try some stuff out, dude. And I'm going to, I'm going to see, I'm going to like, I'm going to shout you out every time I get somebody who I don't know personally. Cause so far it's been people like are are my friends or like people I know in the business. Right. So it'd be pretty cool if I can, I'm going to try to finesse this. I'm going to like, I'm going to do it.
1: One of my one of my greatest accomplishments in life is uh, getting, in my opinion, the best answer out of Pace uh, out of a Tuesday Q&A. For anyone that's not in sub you have no idea what that is. Just know that he spends time with us and gives us answers to everything we want. And I basically asked him, what's the key to manifestation? I was like, Pace, I don't really understand manifestation. I kind of lied. I do, but I wanted to hear it from him because I knew he would right. say it in a way that would click differently. I got him to go on an hour and a half tear about connecting dots in the most unique way. And he talked about how, and I'm going to just paraphrase this, Talks about how he got in with the Wolf of Wall Street. Right. The guy that you I'm can about, this, man, I watch this. Dude, you can't – And I think so many of us were there. Ironically, like all the high level people were there, and they're all DMing me like, that was the best question ever. And the reality is Pace can't give anything right now financially to the Wolf of Wall Street. The guy's made it. He's a freaking Wolf of Wall Street, right? But then he goes and does the podcast interview. He has a great time. But he knows that the Wolf of Wall Street also knows extremely high-level people. He hangs out with high-level people. What does Pace do? Pace takes care of the assistant who books everyone, who has everyone's contact information. He does good things for her. He gets in with her. Right. And that's going to open up all those doors. Right. It's very, it's very interesting. Find the find the sphere of influence and see how you can bring value to it.
0: I love it. I'm going to try it out. I, who knows maybe maybe uh, I'll get someone or maybe I'll just be thought of as creepy I'm going with a 50, 50 chance on that because I'm
1: they've got like <laughs> a five year old kid don't approach children or
0: anything no, like obviously I'm not gonna do that, but I just mean like in the sense of like reposting and stuff and all that i'm I'm gonna try it out. I'm gonna try out your methods right now and we'll see if we'll see if I can get somebody somebody on like like a big guy like that that'd be interesting. I've, I'm I I'm gonna challenge myself now. Because I've been afraid like let's be real I've had a mindset issue with that of like man like I'd be nervous to even have like Carlos or pace or Jamil even though even if pace and Jamil are my mentors like it, it's it would be pretty nerve-wracking for me to have them on the podcast even so um, even though I know them really well just because it's like damn dude you you are the busiest human being on earth and the fact you took out time to come on this is pretty sick but anyway that's my yeah. mind issue so I'm There's- getting
1: right now i um, mean there's there's an element to that right like i haven't asked pace and i know that pace would yeah Pace loves you he, he he has a lot of love for both of us he takes care of us in a great way i know that he'd say yes here's the thing i was supposed to be on pace's podcast like four months ago and like because of his schedule he's filming like 60 hours a week right yeah it, it's you know, like, we've been forever extending me getting on his podcast it's very <laughs> interesting i'm like it's okay So for some people just accept that, like it's, it may not happen and that's fine. But go find other people, go open up other doors with like, Pace is already your mentor. Jamil's your mentor, go find other mentors. I was in Utah last weekend with uh, Logan and Katie, his wife, and they're, they're so amazing. They actually like paid all everything for me to go and hang out with them in Utah to go to Chris Krohn's event. And Chris Krohn said something amazing. And he said that in life, he can never have too many mentors. And right now, how many mentors do you think you have? Probably got like four.
0: I'd say there are four solid ones.
1: Chris Crone okay. is like kicking himself because he thinks he needs more. He has 23. I believe that. It. And it's like, go open up more doors. And here's right. the thing. When you do that, go, go connect your mentors. Right. Go connect Pace with, I don't know some super movie star go connect pace with someone else who's killing it in another world of life right enrich each other's lives in a massive way and you'll see that one of the greatest things you can do is actually be a connector of human beings that's interesting
0: i like it a lot i'm i'm definitely gonna try it i'm gonna be like all right let's see if i can get as cool as sam let's try this stuff out
1: um, My thing with you is this man people everyone who meets you freaking loves you yeah Everyone who does, like you're just, you've got a magnetic personality to you. You are robbing everyone of not getting to know you. I hope you realize it like is not okay. So you need to stop being selfish. You need to share. Your I, love, to
0: I love your this. Way. I love using that. I use that on everyone else when they don't want to start a podcast. It's the same it's true. Same thing.
1: It's, abso- but it's absolutely true with you, especially because I know you so well and you've actually been a, a phenomenal influence in my journey so far. And my thing with you is this, is that, it's one, you need to be brave. You need to be bold. And a lot of people are like, oh man, I don't want to go reach out to this person because they've got 2.1 million followers. And it's like, I don't know how to. And it's like, just go freaking do it. And if they say yes, because they got nothing better to do, great. Now your doors are going to open. Like it's, it's absolutely freaking amazing. It's amazing how things can snowball. Last year, last year, I had at this time, my biggest problem was that I just graduated from grad school. And my biggest problem was I had no money and no idea what to do with my life because I had left my previous industry and I was stressing and I was going to YouTube university. That was my biggest problem. My biggest problem of spring last year was me getting ready for finals. My biggest problem now is how can I consistently scale my business to hitting multiple six figures a month? How can I bring more value to the people who are worth 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars who are my mentors, hundred million dollars plus. How can I connect these dots? And now... With doing the podcast, which wasn't even a super intentional, important goal for me, I've got crazier problems now. And it's because we just like actually got up and freaking did the thing. Yeah. It's crazy. it's crazy. I remember you didn't even know Logan that well, I feel
0: like. I kind of remember you asking me being like, hey, so like, what do you think of Logan? I'm like, oh, he's a dope dude. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Gonna- so <laughs> Logan,
1: Logan's a- dude, my relationship with Logan's very interesting. He joined Sub2 right around the same time I did, like October, November. And he went to the mastermind. He just like, he's like, Pace, here's a bunch of money. I, I want to be your friend. And right. he like worked his way in and I had to be like been grinding and grinding and making a name for myself. And Logan did this thing where he talks like a ton of people. And then someone was like, Hey, you need to go talk to Sam same. And then he just basically like hits me up one day. And I only knew him as the guy who was good looking and ripped and shirtless and sub two. And yeah. I was like, I can't tell if he's a jerk or just like, or should I just applaud him because he's in phenomenal shape? Because yeah. every time I saw him, I'm like, here's the shirtless guy again, the shirtless investor. <laughs> that would be his nickname. Right. And he calls me. and We have a, we actually have a very interesting conversation because we find out I was killing it what I was doing. He was killing it what he was doing. There was no room for us to collaborate. We're like, cool. Good luck. Peace out. Great conversation. And then he hits me up again. He's like, hey, you know what? I was interested. I want to talk to you again. And we have like this amazing talk. We go on for like a couple hours. And then we just... It was just very. That was it. We had like two main interactions, and then I think he was probably creeping on me in like Q and As and stuff. And he was, <laughs> he was like, "Why does Pace keep saying Singh's name? Like, right. why does he keep talking about this guy?" And he's like, "You know what? I like this guy. He's like, okay. He's all right." And then he comes out to Fresno, my town, uh, for his daughter's swim meet, and him and his daughter, basic, uh, him and his wife and and his daughters were there. They basically abduct me and like, hey, we're going to take you to like five-star restaurants three nights in a row. Amazing, right? And we just click in a very genuine way. And he's like, let's start a podcast. <laughs> and then oh, like, okay. you know, we, we like talking. We like talking to each other. Let's go talk to more people together. And then I'm <laughs> like, you know, I saw Marlon killing it with the podcast. I saw you doing so well with the podcast. I was just like, you know what? I see how podcasts can open doors. And full disclosure, we fully anticipated, or at least I did for the first 6 months to only be talking to sub 2 students. There's nothing wrong with that at all because it's furthering relationships, but my whole thing was I already know everyone in sub 2. I want, like let's go, let's go create new problems. Let's go create new relationships. And right. then and then it was I think it was me. The 4th episode, I was just like, let me slide into a guy's DMs who's worth like half a billion dollars and just see what happens. And then we get him and then Logan gets inspired. And now we're in this match about let's see who can get a crazy game every week. And it's it's like back and forth, like just competition. So I'm going to win. Do have Sub2 students on anymore? I'm curious. Yeah, yeah, we do. We actually had Marlon on oh, two right weeks now. ago. We had, we had Marlon on two weeks ago. Um, but like right now, we want to we bring so we can give to the Sub2 community. I
0: like it. Right? Like, let's be honest.
1: Everyone sees too much of Samsung, and Everyone sees probably too much of Logan and Jonah and Marlon. Like they all see us. And if we just keep bringing each other on, that's great. But it's like, I want, like, we're known on, You need to know more people. I get it. I need to, I need to bring in people that other people haven't seen yet because they'll get new perspectives. Everyone knows my, my stances on mindset. If you don't, let's go watch my thing with Marlon. And you'll actually see like through my trainings that I do for sub two, through all the things that I do that are forward facing. Like I'm very consistent with it, but I want to bring in someone that you who's going to bring in thought processes and mindsets from another industry that are going to influence the way that you think and probably like have real profound impact. So I actually view it as an obligation to go out into the world and bring back people for the community. It's actually for me, it's a form of a community service. Like look at Pace. Pace goes and creates great relationships and he vets them, and then brings them back into the community. I view it very much the same way. Not just for the community but for Logan, but for my circle, for people like you, because I'm always going to connect if I bring in someone and they're amazing and I and I test them out and I vet them and I'm like, "Hey, this is a phenomenal person." my inner circle, I want to connect this person with everyone in my inner circle. So for right. me, Robert Wensley has has been a has had a profound impact on my business and just my personal life, and I'm like, Logan has too. I want to make sure Logan meets Robert. Logan's not a wholesaler. Logan has no reason to use Investor Lift, but he's still a great human being, and I want to open up doors for him. So that's a little bit of my thought process there. But yeah, we've got like we're gonna have so many people that just have like nothing to do with real estate, but they're like Hall of Fame athletes, people on TV shows, people MTV people, maybe really soon. I like it. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a great time.
0: Well, I'm gonna try it out. We're gonna keep talking because I I want to see I want to see how it is. Like I'm very thankful for having you, dude. I remember like I remember seeing you that first time on there, and I'm like, there there is something about this guy. Like this guy, like I could sense it. I was like, this guy, there's something about him. Um, so like I I, I just love seeing I see it. Love seeing everyone's rise, dude. It's so cool, so cool seeing how you're blowing up. It's so cool seeing Munif blow up. Um, so cool seeing like um there's so many other people and it's just fun to watch everyone just exploding and like doing so well um it's nice I love it it's cool it's cool to see
1: no it it absolutely is man and it's um it's one of those things when you and I first connected um you reached out to me and like I'd like heard about you and known about you and I'm like okay he's a mastermind student he's a big deal I just like I'm gonna like I'm gonna stay in my lane and not approach him and then but your, your first interaction with me, I believe, was when I was on that Q&A with Pace, where I basically, it was my first interaction with Pace ever directly. Pace and I had never interacted before. And right. it was to tell him about, like, my dog almost dying and things like yeah. that. And then I had an outpouring of support, you being one of them. And it's like, and I just, I remember that like it was yesterday. I remember walking around being like, oh, I'm on the phone with Jonah. Holy
0: shit. Yeah. I remember I remember that being like, dude, I'm like, I, I think it's fun. There are some people who act like that. I'm like, man, all I've ever done so far in sub two is I just ask questions all the time.
1: <laughs> that's like, like you told me. You <laughs> are all, me. That's all I do. I'm like, all I do is ask questions on Zoom and I wear a fancy robe. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's it. But it's like, but you know, looking looking back at that and looking at how far we've come, we've both come. It's it's amazing. And, and one thing I'm so excited about is just the fact that I know. That when I go out into the world and I create new relationships and new partnerships and new beautiful, beautiful things, like I want to bring it back to the people I care about right. because I want to enrich their lives. Right. And this goes back to it, guys. It's like if I ever become a billionaire and you want to get in touch with me and I'm like out of reach because I'm so busy, like take care of Jonah, take care of Marlon, take care of Logan, take care of all these people that I love and care about. And then I will like, out of my obligation as a human being, go out of my way to buy you a Lamborghini. Like, this is what we do. <laughs> so I can't wait, man, to yeah. see your rise too. It's, it's, it's going to be insane.
0: I love it. So I completely derailed from whatever the original question was, because I was so curious about that. What have you okay. been up to, bro? Like, what, what's good? So podcasts, getting billionaires and shiznaz on there. But like, what about what about business wise? Like, what are you doing? Like, what's what's happening?
1: Yeah, so um, we're building out. It's it's insane. So this year, I hit my first couple of uh, six figure months in nice. wholesaling, Love and it. it was phenomenal, phenomenal. Absolutely, because I've been learning and learning and learning and learning. Right, I'm out. I'm at a point now when it comes to wholesaling, I probably know everything there is to know. Right, and now I'm at a point where I'm directly being mentored in wholesaling by people who are doing seven figures a month wholesaling. And what we've actually gotten done is myself and I have three partners in this are phenomenal human beings, amazing people, just men of extraordinary integrity. They, and I have collectively gone in the world separately. And we're like, we're trying to outdo each other. Like I won, cause I went and hung out with a guy who's doing 2.25 million a month and did sustain that for like two years. And like, I got the blueprint from him and we found out that all the blueprints are effectively the same at that scale. But they're kind of under lock and key. We got the blueprint. Now we're actually just putting pedal to the metal. And it's crazy. Um, enacting that blueprint is, it ain't cheap. It ain't cheap at all. But if you do it right, which we are, it's just building out the monster for this. And like separately, all of us were doing six-figure months. But um, but to do it sustainably, predictably, scalably, because we all want to do seven figures a month, uh, we needed to team up the right way. I and love it. Do
0: you guys own a wholesaling business together or what? Like, what do you mean team up?
1: Yep. Yep. A hundred percent. And is we did it the right way. So you, you personally have, you know, guided me a lot with partnerships that have failed because of various issues. And one thing that we did, all three of these other people, they've also had partnerships that have failed. They're a little bit older than me. So they've had more life experience. And what we actually did is amazing. Um, Logan actually guided me in this too. We spent probably about two and a half weeks two hours a day before even talking about the company, like talking about LLC names and stuff like that, right? Going over conflicts of interest, personal involvement, roles, responsibilities, concerns, reservations. What is your family life like? Honestly vetting each other to see what do you do in the dark? And a lot of us, we have this, we have this notion of like, well, we're business partners. I shouldn't carry your own sins or your own sins, and Chris Krohn said this last weekend, and I love this. And he said this, he said it with so much emphasis that it really landed in Katie Manzano, oh. so oh. me look. Like, there you are.
0: Yeah, I thought I got lost. I don't know whether you got lost or I got lost, but keep going. So, you guys yeah, have- so
1: Chris Crone, he says this on stage. He's like, I care very much about what you do in the dark. Mm-hmm. If we're going to be married together financially and the things that you do in the dark come to light, they affect my life. Yeah, we
0: were talking about this. Yep, how you do do anything is how you do everything. That's the one I
1: told you. Pace taught us that. Pace Mm -hmm. taught us that, you emphasized it to me. So we spent probably 20 to 30 hours sitting down, talking about all of that open, putting it on paper. If X happens then Y, if Y happens then X, right? What's what's it like? Because we all had our own separate uh, wholesaling entities, right? Where's the conflicts of interest? Where are those lines? We talked about every eventuality ever. And Mm. then we put, and as long as, and then we came to a consensus, we all agreed that this was the right move to go. Then we started looking at operating agreements. Then we talked about enacting the blueprint. We vetted that partnership out for probably like sitting down two hours a day for two and a half weeks.
0: Damn. So what were the issues? How do you, how does one do that? Do what? Like, how do you, so how do you, how do you do that conflict resolution? Cause that's curious to me. If I had, if I had four partners, we all have our own wholesaling operation. Like how the hell are we going to merge that together? This has been my issue with partnering up with anybody is I'm like, man, like most people, I feel like, like I love you, Sam, but like both of us, I don't know how both of us are just already at such a high level. It's confusing to me in my mind right now. Like how would we even start a business together when it's the same business that are like, like, we talk about how we want to work with our competition, but in the end you yeah. are my competition
1: a bit. How do we, like, how do Mergers we. Are difficult. Mergers are difficult. And this was a lot, right? We actually talked about this. So mm-hmm. for me doing a six figure, you know, a couple six figure months with a very, very, very lean team, right. very lean team. And I have partners who one of our partners has, he's had, he has like an apparatus and what we basically talked about on paper is we gave ourselves timelines. We had to agree on this, that obviously I'm not going to ask you before we've even started to go and shut off this thing that you've been building. Right. But if we hit the success that we know we're going to hit based on the numbers by X amount of time, right, it's in the operating agreement and it's, it's a consensus between all of us that, that, that it, has to be, now. it has to be shut down or absorbed. So for me, my company, my team – That I had in my company previously, right, is actually coming with me. I'm integrating all of it. It's being absorbed, and I'm finding I'm finding ways to integrate everyone, and it's all being subsumed into the grand partnership the right way. That's crazy. Okay, so four people. I usually think of
0: integrator visionary. So what are what are what's each four persons doing?
1: It's funny. Ask yourself a question. You can do you can do integrator visionary, right? You can do that if you. If you want to do like six figures a month, you can do that. You want to hit <laughs> you wanna hit a quarter million a month, you want to hit half a million a month, you want to hit seven figures a month, you can't do it with only two partners. Right. You need to so all, I take great pride in this. The three partners that I have, they're all way more experienced than me. They're older than me, they're family men, which matters so much to me in their moral integrity. And they've also they just have such a high aptitude. One of them is probably the smartest human being I've met in this space by far, by far. And so like me, you know me, I'm a closer, I like talking to people, I can get sellers to sign on the dotted line. Um, my highest and best use is to lead our acquisitions division. I am head of acquisitions, I make sure my sales team converts, I make sure we get deals, I train killer closers, I stay in my lane, I own my lane, and then I help out as much as I can. Right? Another one of our partners, um, he loves KPIs and metrics and marketing. He loves data. That's his lane. He owns it. He stays in it. And for us to hit the scale that we need to hit, we each have to dominate. Then we have one other partner who is only in charge of Dispo. His job is to stay in investor lift 24 7 and just own that, own the Dispo packages. Like that's his thing building relationships with buyers. And then we have a third person who's basically secondary on systems managing all of the entire like the team of people that we have right and keeping us on track in a bunch of different ways and here's the other thing when it comes to partnerships guys a lot of times we start partnerships because things feel good and they and it's like this is a you know we've got a great vibe here's the thing you need to be able to write out what your explicit roles and responsibilities are writing out what your deliverables are having accountability for all that showing up with actual output rather than just talking about showing up with output matters to the highest degree. And here's the thing, even though things like are great between us, man, we call each other out on so much crap. We call each other out on so much crap. It's like, Hey, so, and so, you were supposed to show up with this, this, and this, and you only showed up with the first thing, what the hell happened? (laughs) And, but it's holding each other accountable because if we, if we just stay on it, we can crush it. We can freaking freaking crush it! I'm excited. That's what it takes. It, what it takes. So, is this just wholesaling that operation? That is a gigantic wholesaling monster. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's where dangerous. are you guys at? Like, where? What markets? Don't want to say
0: that. I don't know. Do you? Do you? I'm I'm doing I mean, it so people can send you deals. And, like, where?
1: where? I'm going to go ahead and not say it because I don't know how they would feel about. I'm open with you know me. I'm an open book. I was the
0: only reason why I even asked that question is so the people watching can send you deals. That's what I'm thinking. Like, you know, how, about, how about we leave it at just anybody? You can send any deal to Sam, and he'll look at it. Doesn't matter. Where oh
1: yeah, if you send me you want deals to try them. that way. Okay, go to go to every good hot market in the country. Draw like a twenty mile radius around each hot market. If the deal's there, send it to me. I'll buy it. Hundred. Fresno,
0: California is his favorite. He's conscious. <laughs>
1: Why do you still so yeah. live there? I don't understand. You're making it because the only of part money. of California that I can actually afford, bro.
0: Nah, we you 100% you just want to reinvest everything. You could for sure come out to the Bay Area if you felt like it. I'm just saying.
1: I am never like, going to the Bay Area, bro. I was traumatized, <laughs> traumatized by being in there. Oh, I love it.
0: We'll talk right. about it more off air on that. But dude, come with me to Denver, bro. Let's
1: hang Yeah, out. I was gonna say, shut up. You didn't make me go. I'm to You can yeah, <laughs> go to Colorado. Um, I'll definitely, I'll definitely come to Colorado with you. I, I love it. Uh, Aspen's one of my favorite cities in the country. Right. Um, but no, dude. So we do that, and then I'm, dude. I'm taking out Airbnbs like no other. We're buying deals. We're doing arbitrage in a massive way.
0: No, but that four partnership is doing all of those things. It's not just wholesaling. You're doing creative deals. You're doing buy and holds. It's not just wholesaling.
1: Or are you doing it's wholesaling that? first? Right. It's wholesaling first on the acquisition side. Okay. Um, and then a hundred percent. Are we picking and choosing what we want? Oh yeah. But I'm also like, I've got my own Airbnbs coming out. I've got extremely high level partnerships that are that are coming out on the Airbnb side. One of them I'm not I can't go public with it yet. Um but this person may or may not be like honestly probably the best Airbnb operator in the country. And I'll tell you more about it later. It's super dope. Um but then like I do fix and flips. Here's the thing. People are like Sam, how do you like when did you learn how to fix and flip? Like I've told you about this. Yeah, we I, were talking about this. Like, I just go out into markets, find people that I trust who are high-level operators, and I have the exact same discussions with them about partnership. I vet their quality of life. I vet their moral standpoint. I want to know everything about them if we are going to do business together in a meaningful way. And then if I, if I agree with them, I like them, then we'll start doing flips together. I'll bring all the private money to the table, and they'll be the operator. And now I'm getting involved in fixing flips, doing the same thing with multifamily, doing the same thing with Airbnbs. Um, but it's it's been a wild ride.
0: I love it, bro. I love it so much. I just I love seeing your success. I'm I'm stunned by it because there's nobody who's done it as quickly as you have. Um, like you're you're skyrocketing, dude. It's cool to see.
1: I don't. I, I I think there may be someone who's done it quicker than I have. Maybe. I don't think so.
0: I highly doubt it. Even I think I think the only one who's close to you is, is Munif. I feel like you guys might be neck and neck, maybe. But like, other than that, like, I don't know, dude, like it, it's pretty I, either way. I'm not like I, it doesn't need to be a competition, but like I, I love
1: seeing all of it. Um, yeah, here's the thing, right? And here's the thing about Muneef. Munif is 100 uh, he's, percent. He's freaking blowing up in, in a beautiful way and he deserves all the success that he has in front of him. And there's a lot of it in front of him. The thing about Munif is this in, in my relationship with him. You know, this Munif has always been a close friend to me. When I first got into sub two, Munif saw something in me and was like, hey, Sam, because Munif is, you know, I've only been in the game for eight months. Munif has technically been in real estate for like for like over three years now. Right. And so when I, joined, Muneef, I actually I actually told him this when he like took me under his wing. He's like, Sam, I'm going to help you out. You're going to come like help me do my thing or we're going to like grow together. Munif and I had this agreement that his job was to help me outpace him. I love my that. job is to help the next guy outpace me i love that it's a game it's a game it's competition into seeing who can just outpace each other the right a hundred percent so like for people for people who are watching hundred percent with like if you guys notice it competition is actually one of the funnest things out there for me with logan i compete with getting better and better guests right with uh, Jonah, you and I butt heads a lot, in like in our business principles, I've noticed like you and I, we actually view like how to do business very differently sometimes. And then you're like hard line stance against like how how I view things. I'm like Jonah, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. And then you're I like, like no, Are you talking about? Shit.
0: I'm thinking about Vegas. I, we kind of butt heads a little bit in Vegas about like me being I. What was it? I'm trying to think of like the example. There's a lot. That.
1: It's just yeah. it's, it's it's fine though because it's just you and I do things differently. But then <laughs> okay. like, every time you do that. I gain more clarity in my own business model. Right. I disagree with how you view things. And then, but it's like now Daryl and I know, I know Daryl competes with me on like on, on his podcast and he's like, I just need to get better and better people so I can keep up with Sam. And I'm like, I'm going to fly away. I'm going to be on a rocket ship and be so far ahead of you that you'll never be able to catch up, but <laughs> I love you. And I'm going to help you out no matter what. Right, so I love it. it's, it's friendly competition inspired yeah. by love, and then, like you said, wanting to see everyone else just grow and grow and grow.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. No, hundred percent. Like I love seeing everyone blow up, and also I have. I, you're getting a little bit of that fire in me. That's like, I you know what? I should get on a fucking rocket ship and blast by Sam. Also, even though like you're blowing up faster than I can right now, but I love it. You, you're getting my competitive side going.
1: I want it's, you. I want you. It's so funny. People are they don't have an abundance mindset they really don't i want you to fly by me i want you to be on a freaking you know when a tesla takes off it's like craziest thing ever i want you i want to be in like a gas guzzling hummer like going like two miles an hour and i want you to fly by in like a tesla model s and do i I know you and i know the quality of the human being you are i know that once you get to the destination you're gonna you're gonna stick your hand back out and help people come with you i I, one of the things one of the superpowers that i have is finding people like you and I just invest in you and I invest in the relationship and I want to push you I want you to succeed dude like there's so much that you and I will cross collaborate on how we do business even though we're we're like competitors I do the same thing with medium wave Dave medium wave Dave actually has like at a time he and I had the exact same business model and that was wholesaling specifically to hedge funds. Mm-hmm. He and I were co- like competition in the exact same market. We were both operating in Atlanta. Right and he and I still jumped on a two-hour call every single week, talking explicitly what programs you're using, how much data you're pulling, what does that cost, what does that look like, and we would just help each other.
0: Yeah, bro, and you helped me a lot with the Airbnb arbitrage, so I'm super grateful for that because I'm trying to Airbnb arbitrage in Colorado when I show up, try to do the whole live and and be there arbitrage thing. Um, so I'm appreciative of you, bro. Like I I love it, like. Like hundred percent what I'm imagining in my head right now is both of us are doing NASCAR and we're like, shh, like drifting right into the finish line. And then it's like, and it's just like, damn, nobody can even tell, dude. Like they just both beat everybody.
1: <laughs> it's Exactly. Right. And here's, and here's the most important part, but when it's all said and done, there's never going to be ill will. There's right, of course not, there,
0: if you beat no, me at the race, like dude, like, and I'm like, if like we were racing, for instance, I just immediately give you a hug and be like, good fucking, good fucking game. You know, like
1: good job. GG, bro, always yeah. <laughs> um, it's 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 phenomenal, dude. It's it's a great ride and it's so much fun to do it this way. And here's my take on business, on losing deals. I'm going to lose deals to people no matter what. If I lose right. a deal for one of my best friends, then freaking hell yeah. And right. why? Cuz I'm going to make them take me out to dinner with the money they made on that deal. Right, exactly. It all comes back. It all right. it's all going to come back. So with you on the arbitrage 100%, we're going to talk a lot about that. Um, I want to connect you with some very high level people doing some very high level things in Airbnb, like mm-hmm. higher level than anyone I've ever met. Appreciate it. And then you're gonna see one of them on my podcast next month. It's gonna be great. Oh, I'm into it. I'm into It'll it. Great.
0: Bro, so we're past an hour. Um, obviously we can talk a little bit afterwards, but I should probably shut this down because I've been trying to hit an hour and staying to it and I keep going to an hour and a half. And I'm like, all right, we gotta we gotta like shut it when it's supposed to shut. So I'm gonna wrap it up. Anybody who already doesn't know this amazing man, how do we, how do the people get in contact with you? How, how do they slide into your DM and especially your Tinder, bro? Cause I know you're on that shit. Shit's
1: I am. I don't even yeah. know how Tinder works. I was about to, like, is there like a verified on Tinder? I'm about to be, I'm blue checkmarked on Tinder. Um, oh, 100% right. guys, you guys can DM me on Instagram. Oh, wait, your,
0: is your name your Instagram?
1: Is that you? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. Sam Singh. 100% DM me on Instagram. Send me deals. Uh, say nice things um don't ask me to just jump on a call please 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 i love you all and i want you all to win i just can't do it but if you say hey sam here's a contract and a deal that's like here's an airbnb on a here's a creative airbnb in malibu california i'm going to drive to wherever the heck you are to talk to you about it
0: or even more than that you literally just heard a whole thing about who's trying to connect to high level people do you know any high level people to help him get on his podcast. He'll, he'll get on a call with you for a couple hours. If you do that,
1: they want last little tidbit, right? Is this, is that once you start getting into really high level rooms, everyone in those rooms actually understands that the most important thing in life, in business is actually relationships. So they don't want your money. But if you know someone powerful, wealthy, influential, connect those people, right? So 100%, if you guys know anyone that's absolutely dope as heck and you want to connect to me, that's a great way to get on my good side. It's a great it. way to get me to talk to you for two, three Yeah,
0: months. 100%. I love it. Use some of the skills he talked about in this podcast. All right, y'all. I'm going to wrap it up. Everybody hit up Sam. Just say just say you're grateful if you have nothing right now. Trust me, he'll appreciate even that if you just send him a message be like, dude, I'm so happy you said all that. Trust me, it works on me, Blaine Flattery. It works on me still. If like you're really grateful, then I'm like, okay, maybe I will get on the phone potentially if I got the time. But anywho, I'm going to wrap it up. Scorch the Fears, episode 29. Sam, you're a beast. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm going to keep having you on just because you're a homie and I love you, dude. So I'm going to end it there. Love everybody who's watching this podcast. Next week, we've got my business coach, Mike Mel, one of the four mentors I was thinking of. He's coming on next week. He's a beast. He runs, I don't, I don't know if you have a business coach, Sam, but you 100% should get a business coach. Like you should watch this episode and talk to him. Munique uses him too. Like he, if you need someone to just stay accountable and reach your goals, I'm like, damn, he's really good at it. Cause he's, he's very much, it's, you basically meet with him once a week. It's a lot about like, we'll talk about it next week, but it's a lot about identifying things about you, like the subconscious things, and then also keeping you accountable to, deal with them it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be a crazy episode but he's on next week what
1: i said i can't wait
0: yeah i know um he's on next week guys it's gonna be special but this was obviously special because sam is special and i will see y'all next week 5 p.m pst thursday let's freaking go